Guys that are really good and, and, and they normally take this step. By their third year, Skip, you've heard a lot of people say this, by their third year. As a Hemi for arm. Stepping up middle of the field. First down and more. Josh Allen weaving to the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Allen, end zone shot. Got a man. Caught for the touchdown. He's a real threat. Down in the red zone, wherever. amazing what's going on bills mafia i am your host eli fox and we are back with episode number 35 of the all day buffalo podcast it is a joy to be back i'm in a new setting i moved into a new apartment feeling good new job getting going you know life taking a good direction i'm gonna be able to watch the game this weekend it is a good time to be me and it's definitely a good time to be a bills fan because we're back the Bills are back in action, and honestly, that was a long week without Bills football. Um, it, it definitely sucked not being able to watch them, but it was also nice to you know be able to watch some of the NFL games uh, without thinking too much about the implications that it would have on the Bills. Um, but last week, I did something a little bit different because we were you know in that bye week, we weren't playing, so I didn't have a game to talk about. So what I did was. I gave you guys my predictions on all of the games, and I did pretty well. Um, if you want to hear my predictions for the first time or what I said and why I thought some of these teams would win, go back to episode 34, and that's where I chopped it up about that. So let's get into the picks. But before we do that, I just want to say, please, please check out the rest of my built-in Buffalo brothers and sisters um, over on the Built-in Buffalo podcast network on our socials. Um, you can find us anywhere. You can find us on YouTube doing live shows. Uh, we are all over the map, um, and you will not be disappointed by this contact, this content. We have just about everything for everyone. Um, if you like the bills, you're going to like our content. So please check that out. Um, and you will not be disappointed, but let's get into my picks last week. Um, I did not get the Broncos and Browns game in time. Um, and I mentioned that, so that game's kind of a wash. But the first game up was the Chiefs and the Titans. And honestly, this game, I, I said the Chiefs were going to win. Uh, this game kind of surprised me the way that it ended. I knew that the Titans were a pretty good team uh, because they were able to beat us. But 
for them to go in and route the Chiefs, um, that was kind of a statement for them. I think you know, like I think that was a, uh, I know you. Oh, oh, we're here. We're here to win. Um, I know that the Chiefs, you know, might not be as good as they once were, um, and they are definitely under underperforming on both sides of the ball. Even though that the Chiefs' offense is still rated pretty highly in the league right now, they, they're just they're not. You know, it's it's not translating to wins because this defense is even worse than the offense. The defense is a complete liability. It seems like any offense that it goes up against, it's just easy points. You know, um, like the, the 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 Chiefs. That that's okay to give up twenty seven to the Titans, you know, but then you look at the offensive side of the ball. How are you only going to score three points? The Titans do not have a very good defense. Mahomes played terrible. The the Titans defense definitely, you know, outperformed their their standard, but the Chiefs offense looked not non-existent and Mahomes looked even worse than non-existent. He he just looks like he's completely rattled. I don't know what's going on in, in his head, but you know, he's one of the greats in the game right now. I think that he will end up figuring it out. It is definitely a slow and kind of crappy start to the season for the Chiefs, but I think that they'll kind of find their way back and find their way into the playoff hunt once again. Um, and if they make it, that's up to the Chiefs defense, in my opinion. That Chiefs defense has to get better if they want to make it to the playoffs. Um, and even if they do, you know, stumble into the playoffs with a bad defense, they're not going to make it far. Yeah, I, I, I could see any team beating the Chiefs right now. Uh, any playoff team could beat the Chiefs pretty easily right now. So they have a lot to work on um, in the next coming weeks. They got a lot of season left, though. So, you know, we'll see where that goes. Next pick, I had the Packers over Washington. That one hits. Um, the Packers win 24-10 over the football team. Next up, I predicted this. I guess you could say it was an upset, but it was kind of a, a heavyweight battle in the AFC. Uh, the Bengals up against the Ravens. I said that the Bengals would win. I didn't think the Bengals would win 41-17. Uh, this game was actually pretty close for most of it, and then the Bengals just busted it wide open. Um, and, you know, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Jomaine Mixon, just too much for the Ravens defense um, and too much for Lamar. Uh, it seemed like the Bengals were just the better team in this game. And it might seem like the Bengals are one of the better teams in the league right now. They they are number one in the AFC. And if you were to tell somebody by week eight that the if, if you were to tell somebody at the beginning of the season that by week eight, the Bengals would be the in the number one spot. I don't think anybody would have believed you. So this one was kind of a surprise, but I did call it, um, and I was pretty proud of myself for that. But um, Bengals win there, so that makes me 2-1 and one so far. Um, going into the Panthers-Giants, I said that the Panthers were going to win. That was just me, I think, rooting for my hometown team uh, because I do live in Charlotte right now. So I think that I got a little bit, uh, you know, I got blinded by the Panthers being in my home city. So I kind of wanted them to win and the giants beat them 25 to three. So I was completely wrong there. That makes me two and two. Uh, let's move on to the Falcons and the dolphins. This was actually a pretty nice ending to the game. Um, it was kind of, you know, two pretty brutal teams to watch, but the Falcons are, you know, kind of figuring it out a little bit. Um, and I predicted the Falcons to win. Um, they win by two points against the dolphins. The dolphins just, they can't, they can't figure it out either. I mean, is Tua their guy? Is Tua not their guy? Are they going to go with Deshaun Watson? 
um, and kick Tua to the curb, or are they going to ride out with Tua for the rest of the year and just see what, what he does? They have a really, really easy schedule coming up. The next seven of their 10 games are should be a walk in the park. Um, the, the Dolphins are not a very good team, um, and Tua is not a very good quarterback. So I don't have too too much confidence in the Dolphins, um, and they got to go up to Buffalo this week um, and play a team that seems like they'd never have a problem against them. So the Dolphins could be in big trouble. Um, Tua, you know, I say he's not a bad, uh, he's not a good quarterback. He's not that good of a quarterback. He's been putting up decent numbers. Um, I think that if he wasn't playing in Miami, he wouldn't be under as much heat as he is now. You know, being in that big market, Miami expects a lot really quickly. Um, and that's putting a lot of pressure on Tua, I think. And it, it's it's showing in the in the in the results of the of the games and his play. So We'll see what the Dolphins can do the rest of the season, but I think I don't think that this team will finish with more than five wins. Like they they don't look very good at all. Their offensive line is terrible, um, and I'll talk more about that later uh, when we're talking about the Bills Dolphins matchup this weekend, which is sure to be exciting if you're a Bills fan. I'm very very excited for that game. Um, so let's move on though. That makes me three and two. We're gonna go on to the Jets Patriots game. I picked the Pats in this game. This one was an easy one. The Jets, just like the Dolphins, seem like they have no direction and are just not good. Uh, the Patriots should not put up 54 on you. The Patriots should not beat you by 40 plus points. Um, but the Jets allowed that to happen, and I saw that coming. So that was an easy one. That makes me four and two. Uh, Raiders Eagles. I took the Raiders in this one. Raiders win this one by 11. 33 to 22, just as I expected. I think, you know, I thought that the Eagles were going to be like, you know, tight in the game for most of it. And then the Raiders were just going to, you know, finish them off. So Raiders win there. That makes me five and two Lions and Rams. Another easy one. Uh, I kind of like the way the, the Lions played this game, you know, threw everything at the, at the Rams. They knew that, you know, they were heavy underdogs in this game. So why not throw everything, um, and the kitchen sink at them. You know, they were doing onside kicks in like the first quarter. Um, I love that. That's such a Dan Campbell mindset. Um, and I, I love that they, they, you know, tried everything that they could. They were just the worst team in this situation and they lost to the Rams, uh, 28, 19. That's not a bad, you know, spread. They, I think that they covered the spread. I think that the lions were 15 and a half point underdogs in this game. Um, so they covered the spread there. I guess that's a moral victory for the Lions. For a, a team like the Lions, I think that they need as many moral victories as they can to, you know, push some some momentum in their way. Uh, but that makes me six and two on the week. Got the Buccaneers and the Bears next. Um, this one was another easy one. The Bears, geez, they're just one of those teams too that are you know tough to watch right now. Matt Nagy needs to be fired uh, because Justin Fields is just not getting the opportunity opportunity that I think that he deserves. Um, and, you know, he just looks a lot worse than he is because that offense and the, 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 the weapons around him just aren't enough for Justin Fields to be, you know, successful in this league. Um, so I think that they need to get Matt Nagy out of there, get a new, a new mind, a new mindset, um, and, and, and really start from scratch with Justin Fields. I think it's not time to, you know, panic about that uh, because I think that he can still be a good quarterback but he just needs a better system around him, a better and more supportive head coach. Um, and I think every quarterback needs that. You know, Josh Allen was lucky. He got kind of, you know, thrown into the fire. But uh, I think that made him, you know, 
the quarterback that he is today, but he also had really great coaching and a really, really strong team behind him and a really strong team mindset. And everybody, you know, everybody believed in him. And I think that was something that was really helpful to Josh Allen's development um, in Buffalo. So I think, you know, similar to Josh Allen, that's what Justin Fields needs. But that game makes me seven and two. Cardinals, Texans, another easy one. Texans only scored five points. Uh, and the Cardinals put up 31. Uh, moving on to the Colts Niners. Colts win this one 30 to 18. I I believe I said the Colts to win this one. Honestly, I'm kind of blanking right now. Um, and for some reason I didn't write it down, but I'm gonna call it a win for me. Uh, and that'll make me eight and two. Saints and Seahawks. I said that the Seahawks would win this game. Um, it was a tight one. Saints pull it out. But I finish. Actually, no. And we're going to go into the. Oh, no, that's the Thursday night game. Sorry about that. <laughs> but Saints Seahawks, that was the one to finish it off. Um, and that makes me go nine and three on the week. Uh, that's pretty solid. I mean, I wish I, I bet on all these games. I wish I took some money line bets here. And I think I would have done pretty good on the week. But. Um, you know, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. And, you know, it makes me look good on the podcast. So I will take that any day of the week, but we are all done with the predictions there. Um, I hope you guys like that. You know, that was just something to kind of to fill in over the bye week um, And if it ever comes to that in the future, you know, there's obviously not going to be another bye week um, and the bills are going to the Super Bowl, So the bills will be playing in every week uh, for the rest of the season. So obviously, um, and yeah, so let's get into what I think is going to happen in this Bills-Dolphins game. I am excited for this matchup. This is going to be a perfect matchup coming off a of bye week. A team that we are comfortable playing, a team that we are comfortable beating up on, um, and it is just going to be a fun a fun shootout, a fun show. Not a shootout, you know, a shootout for the Bills. They're going to be shooting themselves out uh, because I don't think that the Miami Dolphins are going to be putting up much points here. I think that our defense is way better than their offense. Uh, you know, the, yeah, they've got Devontae Parker. They've got Jalen Waddle, They've got their quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa. But none of those guys are going to match up and 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 be better in their matchups uh, than than any of the Bills defenders. You know, Trey White, better better corner than Devontae Parker is a wide receiver. Levi Wallace, better than Jalen Waddle is a wide receiver. You know, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, better safeties than anyone on their their offense on their in their respectful positions Tua is not very good and I think that this defensive line will just absolutely eat on the offensive line of the Miami Dolphins I think that this game is going to be quickly over I think it's going to be very similar to the way that the Bills beat up on the Dolphins earlier in the season it always seems like the Dolphins can somehow figure out a way to play us close at some point in the season but I just don't think that that's going to happen this year uh, because the Dolphins just look worse than they have in a while. I think they just look uninspired. Um, I think that I don't think that it's a Brian Flores problem. I think it's just the fact that they're losing so much um, and it's just knocking their confidence and their, their offensive line isn't good enough to withstand any type of defense. So, you know, I think it's just their, their season has been a product of that and, it's just going to continue to be that. I think that this is going to be a sad year for Dolphins fans, um, but maybe they'll get a nice pick in the draft for next year. Um, but the Bills, 
obviously can't overlook this game, um, but they have a very easy schedule coming up. So it'll be a nice way to ease them back into the schedule coming off a of bye week. Uh, they'll be able to put up a nice number, whole lot of confidence moving into the next week. Um, so that'll be really good. But as for the Bills offense, what I'm looking for, as every week, you know, put the ball in Josh Allen, Josh Allen's hands and let him him decide. Let him make the plays uh, because he's a playmaker like that. He he can get the ball to whoever he needs to, uh, whenever he needs to. You know, I think I think we might see a big game from Gabe Davis this week. I think that he's going to be the, the the wide receiver of the week. I think that Emmanuel Sanders will get his touches. You know, we know that Stephon Diggs always gets his touches against Miami. Uh, he always finds a way to to burn those DBs. And, and put up some numbers. I think that he'll score. I think that Gabe Davis scores. And I think that Emmanuel Sanders scores. Uh, we will be without Dawson Knox, who has a hand injury. Uh, but it's Tommy Sweeney time. Tommy time in Buffalo, and I'm excited for that. You know, we, we don't get to see much of Tommy Sweeney. He did catch a touchdown last game, a uh, nice, nice touchdown in the back of the end zone. But we don't get to see much of Tommy Sweeney. And I think that he is kind of underrated as at his position because, you know, he plays behind Dawson Knox, doesn't get that much playing time, but it'll be nice to see him out there. Um, it'll be fun to see, you know, a little bit of a different look against the team that, you know, we can, we can afford to have a different look against them. You know, this is going to be a team that we can beat for sure. Um, you know, don't overlook them, but it's a team that we can beat for sure. And I think that's a perfect game for Tommy Sweeney to get acquainted with the offense and um, get some game time in. So that'll be really fun. Um, Zach Moss, I think, has a, a solid game. I think he will have a slightly better game than De Devin Singletary just because they'll catch more balls out of the backfield from Josh Allen. Uh, so that is going to be very exciting. For the defense, I think that the defense balls out. I think that this is going to be kind of a resurgent game for the defensive line going against this offensive line of the Dolphins that is quite honestly, I think the worst offensive line in the league. Um, like by numbers, like I'm not just saying that. I think that that is the, the statistic on them. And they are just allowing defensive linemen in at a unreal rate. Tua is getting pressured unbelievably. Like, like just – Two is getting pressured far too much uh, to be successful. So, you know, you can't really blame Tua in these situations, but the Bills defensive line will be getting after Tua. I mean, we saw it in the first week that we played them, and Tua was just under fire, and, 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 and Tua ended up getting injured because of it. So it's either the Dolphins linemen learn how to play or they don't, and Tua gets, you know, buried again. So I think that's kind of going to kind of be the way that it goes. Tua always finds a way to throw some picks too against us. So I think that, you know, Tua might throw two picks, might throw a touchdown, um, could potentially run one in. But I think that, you know, Tua's ceiling for touchdowns in this game is like one to two. And his 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 ceiling for interceptions is probably like three before Jacoby Brissett comes in and Brian Flores loses all faith in Tua. And, you know, the Deshaun Watson trade rumors begin to swirl even harder even though he's, you know, pending charges. It's a very confusing situation uh, to me. But I think that, I think that, the, you know, this is kind of going off topic, but I think that the Dolphins will stick with Tua for the rest of the season. They'll stick with Tua and Brissett. Um, I think that they'll end up playing a little bit each. Um, and then by the end of the season, Miami's going to need a new quarterback. And it, it's, it's become apparent now uh, that Miami 
kind of seems like they want to move on from Tua, and now it's Tua's last chance to 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 show Miami that he's the guy and he is, you know, able to 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 lead this team to at least the playoffs because in the past years the Dolphins just either have come really close or they have come so far from close. Uh, so you know, there there it's it's time to make some moves in Miami, um, and I think that. Miami fans and the organization is definitely feeling some, tr- some pressure as Buffalo is easily the best team in the AFC East. And now it seems like the Patriots are a competent team in the AFC East. So they don't want to get left behind and, you know, get stuck in that category with the jets as, you know, just bottom feeders as teams that are just going to be at the bottom of, of the division. But the way I see this game going, you know, prediction wise, I think that the bills win this game. 38 to seven. I think that the, the dolphins just don't get much. They just don't get much traction. I think that the bills get going early. And I think, honestly, I think Josh Allen comes out in the fourth quarter. I think that this is not going to be a complete game from Josh Allen. I think it's going to be a blowout and he's not going to be necessary for the whole game. We'll get to see some Mitch Trubisky. Hopefully he can throw a touchdown or something, get, get the crowd fired up, but Buffalo is going to be fired up. The, the fan base is going to be fired up coming off a of bye week. Uh, this team is really, really good coming off of bye weeks. I believe that they are 4-0 under Sean McDermott uh, after the bye week. So I am looking for a big game and a big win, moving us to 5-2 and two on the season and putting us closer and closer to that one spot in the AFC East because we want the playoffs to run through Buffalo. Uh, you know, Cincinnati's up there right now, but I don't see that being – long you know a, a long-term thing I, I i think that uh buffalo heats up with this easy schedule and overtakes that number one spot and the playoffs goes through buffalo so that's all i got for you guys today thank you so much for listening to this podcast thank you so much for choosing to listen to me on your saturday morning afternoon or evening uh, but tomorrow's game day and it's going to be awesome so gear up Let's get ready to squish the fish as we always do. Um, But that's all I got for you. Thanks for listening. See you later, y'all. Go Bills. The information in here is worth millions. This has been All Day Buffalo with your host, Eli Fox. Every Saturday, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Chased and throwing, oh. and it is caught. That's Stefan Diggs, the sliding grab for the touchdown.